Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, October 3rd, 2019. Uh, before we get to today's story, which is a very weird one, uh, I want to remind everybody we do have a vid chat tomorrow uh, afternoon, late afternoon, evening at 6.30 U.S. Central Time. As always, I'll be in the chat room early for a couple of hours for a little pre-chat, and then we'll get down to the questions at about 6.30. Okay, now, today's story has a hole in it, <laughs> okay? Um, quite literally, in fact, and in fact, as I think, you're going to see that there are several holes. There is a story at news.com AU out of Australia that someone sent to me. I forget who it was, but thank you for sending this to me. Uh, this is weird. You remember the story last year of the International Space Station suddenly discovering that it was outgassing, that it was losing atmospheric pressure in the structure. And they couldn't figure out why. So then they did a search, and they discovered that there was a small hole in the cargo section of the Russian Soyuz spacecraft that they used to get astronauts up to the space station and then back. All right. Russia right now is really the backbone of everybody else's space program, especially in connection to the space station, because... They've got the docking experience. They've got a usable, uh, very sturdy space capsule in the Soyuz spacecraft. It's been around since the uh, Cold War, so that's how durable and reliable this craft is. But the hole was discovered in the cargo section. Now, if you've ever seen a Soyuz space capsule, it's got a literally a sphere and then it's got a, a more nose cone like part of the capsule. That nose cone part of the capsule is the part of the capsule that astronauts or cosmonauts actually travel in. The sphere is kind of a little cargo bay, all right? Now, the hole that was drilled, they discovered and admitted that the hole had been drilled, and it was drilled in that cargo that spherical cargo section. So that was the story. Like I said, this story has a hole in it. <laughs> okay, pun intended. But this article is very interesting, and it has sent my suspicion meter into the red zone. All right? The art, and I'll link it for you when I get this posted. The article's titled Nasty Surprise. Russia goes silent on mysterious drill hole in International Space Station, and this was uh, released just on September 30th of this week, okay? So, in other words, this is a very late-breaking story, and it went right off the radar. Listen to this. I'm going to read a lot of this story. The story is by Jamie Seidel, all right? So I'm reading from the beginning of this article. A suspicious hole in a Soyuz spacecraft vented air from the International Space Station. Now it's the center of a new rift 
between the United States and Russia. It was only two millimeters wide, but the hole had been carefully concealed. It had been plugged with a, listen carefully, it had been plugged with a resin that slowly disintegrated in the cold dryness of space and was hidden in a corner beneath a lining of insulation. It set off alarm bells on Earth and in orbit as the International Space Station's atmosphere slowly vented into space. A short time after it was discovered on August 29th last year, the recriminations began. Moscow accused the U.S. of deliberate sabotage. NASA was dumbfounded. Now Russia's space agency, Roscosmos, says that it has once and for all determined the cause of the mysterious deliberate hole aboard the Soyuz MS-09 crew vehicle. But it has been declared a state secret. The first alarm sounded as the Expedition 56 crew aboard the International Space Station slept. Mission controllers on the ground detected a small drop in cabin pressure. The six astronauts were under no immediate threat, so they let them sleep. Once they woke, they were given the task of scouring the walls of the 21-year-old space station in search of a pinpricked-sized hole. Was it a micrometeor? Was it a stress fracture? Was it a component failure? The leak has been isolated to a hole about two millimeters in diameter in the orbital component or upper section of the Soyuz MS-09 spacecraft NASA officials said at the time. Skipping a little bit. It wasn't a defect or an accident. The hole had been deliberately drilled, filled, and concealed. In September of last year, and I even blogged about this, the Russian space agency head, Dmitry Rogozin, confirmed it was a drill hole made by a person with a faltering hand, a reference to the drill bit scruff marks around it. Now, I hope you can see this. I normally don't show pictures, but there's the hole. And it's about two millimeters wide. You can see the person's finger down here. And you can see these drill scuff marks that were made as whoever tried to drill this hole. All right. So there is accompanying pictures. Continuing. Rogozin vowed to find out who did it, either on Earth or in space. The International Space Station astronauts plugged the hole, which was filled using epoxy glue, gauze wadding, and heavy-duty tape. In other words, they fixed it with Dutch tape, guys. Skipping a little bit again. I can unequivocally say that the crew had nothing to do with this. The commander of the International Space Station Expedition 56, NASA astronaut Drew Feustel, said at the time. Skipping again. They have not told us anything, NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstein said in response to news of the investigation's completion. I don't want to let one item set us back, but it's clearly not acceptable that, that there are holes in the International Space Station. His counterpart, Roscosmos's Mr. Rogozin, had told a youth science conference that his investigators had determined the source of the hole. 
but this, he said, would not be released. What happened is clear to us, but we won't tell you anything, the state-run RIA Novosti News Agency reported him as saying. Quote, it was in the living quarters of the Soyuz. It has long since burned up on reentry. We took all the samples. We know exactly what happened, but we won't tell you anything, unquote. Now, notice Rogozin's words here. We know exactly what happened, but we won't tell you anything, unquote, because those words are going to be a little part of my analysis here in a minute. In September of last year, NASA and Roscosmos declared a temporary truce. A joint statement said that they had agreed on deferring any preliminary conclusions and providing any explanations until the final investigation has been completed. However, it now appears that Roscosmos has reneged on the deal. Okay? We're almost done here, folks. It was in an area, the whole difficult to access and assess. It was in the disposable spherical orbital module of the Soyuz, which acts as a cargo bay on the way up and extra accommodation while docked at the International Space Station. The crew capsule designed to return through the atmosphere is positioned below it. In other words, it was in that spherical part, and then you had the kind of nose cone section of the Soyuz craft, which is the crew, the actual crew uh, return vehicle. The Russian news agency TASS reported shortly after the incident that the damage might have been done while the craft was with its manufacturer undergoing final assembly or testing. This was under the auspices of the aerospace company Energia in Korolov near Moscow. Only those, and this is TASS, only those with proper security clearance are allowed to enter. At the entrance to the hangar and the control and measurement stations, security guards are checking all those who come and go. Now, final, final piece de resistance here is this paragraph. I want you to pay careful attention. The spacecraft passed pressure tests before being launched from the Baikonur Cosmodrome in Kazakhstan. But that is likely to be because a temporary plug in the hole was still fresh. After three months exposed to the vacuum of space, the material became brittle and flaked away. Unquote. Now, what do we have? That is, that's an interesting new development. And remember what Rogozin said, we know what happened. And we're keeping it a secret. Okay, we're not telling anybody, not even NASA. Now, there's something going on here, and what I suspect Rogozin is partially covering up is that notably he did not say that we know who did it or why. They know what happened, and what happened was, let's look at what, what we have. Whoever did this, number one, had to have security clearance. They had to have access to the spacecraft. So they had to have security clearance, number one. Number two, where they drilled the hole was so that it was not likely found until after the resin that they plugged the hole with flaked away and 
it started outgassing on the International Space Station. So that reflects planning. In other words, whoever did this did it deliberately on the ground in the Russian facility so that it would get up there and start outgassing and be discovered. In other words, someone wants the Russians and, for that matter, everybody else knowing who's involved with the space program to know that they have the ability to infiltrate the program and sabotage it. So, notably, we have to rule out an intentional attempt to put the lives of those astronauts and cosmonauts in jeopardy because this hole was not drilled in the crew compartment of the return vehicle. Now, imagine what might have happened if it had been, and it was not discovered until re-entry. Just imagine what might have happened, all right? But a message is clearly being sent. If they can drill a hole in the cargo compartment of the Soyuz spacecraft, they can drill a hole in the crew capsule, all right? So the real question is, and again, note Rogozin is not only not talking about who, he's also not talking about why. Why was this done other than to send a message? And who did it? Now, was this an attempt to create blackmail? Was it an attempt to create pressure? Was it an attempt to send a message? We don't know. We have to entertain all of that. But clearly, there's something and someone behind this, and it requires, please note, it requires great organization and planning to do something like this. And that means you might have somebody on the stage that might be trying to pull similar things in other space programs. I go back to something that most people don't know. In 1967, the Soviet Union had an enormous booster rocket. It was the Soviet equivalent of the Saturn V that took American astronauts to the moon. Well, this was the Soviet counterpart. And every attempt that they made to launch this booster blew up on the launch pad or shortly afterwards. And the Soviets, and it's now fairly well thought by many people who know of these incidents, that these were acts of deliberate sabotage on the part of America to prevent the Soviets from beating America to the moon. So in other words, there was penetration of the Soviet space program there. The question is, the question is, who had the human intelligence, the boots on the ground inside the Soviet Union at that time that could have had access to that sensitive uh, booster rocket and been able to sabotage it. Are we dealing with the same implied group here? So there are, if you look at this story very carefully, there's not only a hole in the story, there are several other holes in the story. There are some questions here that we're not being told. And it may be because the Russians themselves don't know or they don't have conclusive evidence yet as to who did it and why it was done. And let's also toss in a third question here. If you're getting inside sensitive space facilities inside of Russia that require security clearances, they also need to, to determine how it was done. All right. Is this part of a big network? Was this a one-off uh, lone nut that did something like this, which I do not suspect. I think 
the fact that the Russians are being very closed-mouthed about this indicates that they're viewing this as a very serious situation. So in spite of the holes in this story, this is one to watch, folks. I wanted to bring it to your attention because we may be not only dealing with the likelihood of secret space programs, but now we may be dealing with the likelihood that those programs are beginning to become active in denying or at least sending messages to other space powers, whoever did this. And I'm not saying it was America. I'm not saying who it was because I don't know. But I do think there may be a connection between those Cold War era uh, sabotage of, of Russian space missions and what's going on now. So that's it for today, today's news and views from the Nefarium. Like I said, there's a hole in the story. Don't forget the vid chat tomorrow, folks. Please get your questions in. Uh, please do not wait to the last minute. I've already been getting questions for the last week. And by the way, just a schedule reminder. I not only have a vid chat tomorrow, but I'm having one a week from Friday. I've had to front load the vid chats this month due to the possibility that I might not necessarily must, but that I might have to travel, uh, be forced to travel a bit towards the middle or the end of the month. So I front-loaded vid chats, so we're having a vid chat tomorrow, and then we're going to have another one a week from tomorrow. So that's it for today's news and views from the Nefarium. We'll see everybody on the flip, flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless everybody.